I'm Kaylee Arrett, and you are listening to Episode 7 of Me When I'm Free. Who is this me when I'm free, and why does it even matter? This is the question that has spurred me on for years now. It's led me down some dark roads of healing and up joyful mountains of calling. And to this moment, right now, still on the journey and inviting you to join me. If it really is true that the glory of God is man or woman fully alive, then it would appear that God would want this even more than we do. But why? Why is this important to him? Doesn't he have more important things to attend to than whether or not we know ourselves and what we have to bring to the world? These are some of the questions I want us to explore together each week through a simple story, a few moments of reflection, and space to pray. Join me, friend. Do you hear yourself flourishing? My friend asked, tears in her eyes. I looked at her, puzzled at first. We were meeting with our spiritual direction group, a band of women who were seeking to pay attention to God's work in our lives together, and it had been my turn to share. The words that I had heard coming from my mouth were, at best, an awkward confession of an unhealthy pattern in my life, not the first indicator of a life of flourishing in my mind. She continued, do you remember that book, Strong and Weak, that you shared with us? I nodded. Your vulnerability in sharing this area of struggle just now felt like you were choosing to embrace meaningful risk with us which that book highlighted as one of the keys to living a life of flourishing. Thank you for taking that risk. I teared up. I could not have seen that moment in this light without her gentle words. A rush of gratitude washed over me. Over a year before, I had stumbled upon the book Strong and Weak, Embracing a Life of Love, Risk, and True Flourishing by Andy Crouch. The book had changed me, and I had shared what I learned with this community of women. For as long as I can remember, I have lived with a sort of angst, a deep-seated belief that we all are born into the world for a purpose, a calling, each with unique gifts to offer. And yet, somewhere along the way, we all struggle to fully live into this calling, to offer our gifts freely. My angst often tells me that there are blockages in the way of this calling without a whole lot of clarity about what these blockages are. My angst is annoying like that. When I first stumbled on the concepts in this book, it was shortly after the season of counseling I mentioned in the first episodes. 
I had learned so much about my identity as a deeply loved child of God in those recent months. I had experienced deep healing related to many of my wrong beliefs about how God views me. And yet it seemed there was still a struggle to believe that these deep longings in my heart to show up fully in the world were actually good desires. In his book, Andy talks about the gap between who we are and who we were meant to be and presents a profound yet simple case that we indeed were created for flourishing. But it seems there is a paradox to this idea of flourishing. Two common temptations lure us away from abundant living, withdrawing into safety or grasping for power. True flourishing, says Andy, travels down an unexpected path, being both strong and weak. One must seek to live not only from a place of authority, but also vulnerability in order to live most fully. Andy uses a simple two-by-two chart that I think should be required learning for all leaders, parents, pastors, well, everyone. I've included a link in the show notes, but here's a simple summary. The chart is made up of six words and two lines, and it maps the paradox of flourishing beautifully. Using the concepts of authority and vulnerability as the two axes for the graph, the four quadrants that are then created are suffering, withdrawing, exploiting, and finally, flourishing. In summary, suffering is experiencing vulnerability or risk without the authority to act. Withdrawing is when we avoid both meaningful risk or meaningful action. And exploiting happens when we grasp for authority without exposing ourselves to meaningful risk. When we find authority to act and are willing to expose ourselves to risk, it is then that we live up and to the right, as Andy calls it, in the space of true flourishing. This book provided a needed framework for me. Apparently, I was not alone in this angst of mine. As Andy puts it, something has gone wrong on the way to becoming what we were meant to be, individually and together. The first time I heard a teaching on this book, I immediately knew which quadrant I would place myself in. Here I was, longing to show up in the world fully, willing to risk, but haunted by a belief that I did not have capacity or space or ability to do so. When Andy named that space as suffering, I felt seen. I could not have named it that way otherwise. Suffering is what people experience who have been dealt great trauma and grief. Surely I could not place myself in that category. But it is indeed what the ongoing angst felt like to me. Suffering. Wanting to show up fully in the world, to create, to impact others, to find my place in the kingdom without believing that I could absolutely felt like a place of suffering. I was grateful to have someone else name it as such. The question that surfaced next for me was, why then don't I believe I have the capacity to act? 
This question marked the beginning of a journey of discovery related to why actually acting meaningfully on my heart's desires felt so daunting to me. It was my next step toward understanding this me when I'm free. If you're listening to this podcast, my guess is that you have questions about that gap between who you are and who you were meant to be. Maybe you are like me and you struggle with acting on these good longings in your heart. Or it's possible your struggle is related more to fear of risk. Or maybe you find it easier to simply withdraw into safety and both authority and vulnerability are missing from your life. It's still a journey for me and I can easily slip back into old patterns, but I'm beginning to recognize which path toward flourishing I need to focus on more, meaningful action or meaningful risk. And gratefully, I even have friends who name these qualities when they do see them. What a sweet gift that is. Ruth Haley Barton writes in her book, Life Together in Christ, desire rightly identified and effectively harnessed eventually gives way to the hope that what we desire really could come to pass and the faith to live as though it were real. The spiritual journey deepens as we discover the longings and desires God has placed within us and that God himself longs to meet with good attention Desire deepens into intentionality, which can then be lived out in the decisions we make every day. This, my friend, is the path of the flourishing. And so today, friend, I leave you with these questions and some space to reflect. If it's helpful, I invite you to grab a journal to jot these thoughts down and ponder them throughout the week. Question one, as you consider the ideas of authority or capacity for meaningful action and vulnerability or capacity for meaningful risk, which of these concepts feels more difficult to you in your life, your work, your relationships? Which holds you back from living fully into your unique design and loving well. And question two, if that's the case, then which quadrant in the strong and weak two by two chart do you find yourself most relating to? Suffering, withdrawing, exploiting, or flourishing? If it's helpful, you can find a link to the chart in the show notes. As you name that, Would you hold it out to Jesus with me and ask him if he sees you there too? Then would you take a moment to reflect with me and maybe even journal Psalm 37, 4. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we long to live freely and to flourish for the sake of your kingdom, but there are blockages that hold us back. Would you remove these blockages so that we may live into these good desires of our heart? It's in your strong name we pray. Amen.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Me When I'm Free. I hope you'll continue to join me on this journey toward wholeness. I'd love a traveling companion. My hope is that you'll see yourself in these stories that I share here. And if nothing else, you'll feel less alone. If you'd like to connect throughout the week, you can find me at Kaylee Arrett on Facebook and Instagram or at KayleeArrett.com. And if you haven't yet, I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast and I'd be delighted if you left a review. Thanks for listening, friend. Let's meet back here next week.